Yeah. We'll never thought. What'd you never think of, John? What did I never think of? Yeah, what do you never think of? How to compress air. Whoa. Hey, prove air to me. <laughs> you got a bag? <laughs> <laughs> I never forgot that story. Just It was funny to me. And then he said they left. That's it? Like they didn't try to convince him anymore. <laughs> Gone. Maybe they reconsidered their faith. <laughs> Maybe they saw the light. <coughs> We've been bullshitted this whole fucking time. We have been. <laughs> Third genre. <laughs> what if it's all a lie, John? What? Well, I mean, how many people, what's the percentage of religious people in the world, you think? More than 50%? I think so. So billions and billions of people have faith. A faith. What if it's all a well, I mean, it keeps you distracted from the real. Pause that music. God. I mean... Like, for real. What if this is just the Matrix? Well, not even that. What if, I mean... What if... The likely story is it's all just distraction? Mm-hmm. I mean... Do you think people will be disappointed? <laughs> Disappointed Like When they die and they just die I mean will there at least be a moment Like Like a split second Between death and Non-existence Where you'll realize that The only thing coming is non-existence The only thing Not coming Wait what Like, Do you think that there will be like a split second between the time you die and the time you're non-existent where you'll still have some kind of thought process or clarity where you'll realize that I'm just going to nothing so and then be gone there's a theory there's a theory about like how you you know your your the quote is that your life flashes before your eyes you know what i mean like yeah. that's your your brain you, like your brain is in its final moments of shutting down and it's and it basically like just it plays back your life you know what i mean or it plays as many like as it's losing the other functions the only thing left that you have is like the the memory part of your brain so then you go into like a like almost like a flashback scenario as you're dying See, I haven't, like, I've known people who had a near-death experience, I guess, or where they were technically flatlined for moments or minutes and brought back to life. And I remember my buddy Richard telling me that uh, he was on the table in the operating room. He got in a car accident. And he saw himself leave his body and like saw this bright light and then he was floating where he could 
see himself on the table and them operating on him. And then he came back into his body and came back to life. And I have two different theories on this one. Okay. Mainly one that the bright light part, because that's real common, like across the board of people who have these near-death experiences, like they see the light, like you say. You know, and they go towards the light, see the light or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that when your brain is shutting down, that your occipital lobe, which is in the back of your skull, which controls your vision, that as it's losing oxygen and blood flow to it, it starts misfiring and you start seeing these bright lights. Kind of like if you've ever been hit really hard or some people, if they cough really hard, oh, see stars. they see stars. It's, I think it's similar to that, but a much brighter light that doesn't have a source that's external. You mm. know what I mean? So that, I think, is where the bright light comes in from that part of your brain shutting down. Um, the part of the floating above your body, I'm not really sure of, but I was watching a thing and it was like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. talking about the same thing and oh. he was saying that they've like done some kind of experiments because the thing is so common where they've put objects in the um operating room like on a table or like uh, you know where they put the instruments for the operating Mm-hmm. with something written on it facing up that's above the patient's level laying in the bed. Uh-huh. And they've never had anyone be able to say the, what it said. Okay. In other words, he doesn't believe that anyone, that it's an actual out-of-body experience where they're actually floating above the thing, like headed towards heaven or whatever, you know, the concept of that would be. Um, But it's an actual part of another part of your visual cortex or your brain misfiring as you're dying, as it's being deprived of oxygen and blood. Yeah. You know, it's a physical thing, not a metaphysical thing. Well, it's, it's, it's hallucinating, right? Like, basically. Basically, yes. Yeah. You know, according to scientists, according to people who are religious, because like it's you traveling out of your body, your soul leaving your body and heading towards. Uh, I mean, you know, and your eternal reward. I mean, that's one what way happened. or the other. Yeah. I mean, it's just interesting that people that have experimented with. Alt- altering consciousness and stuff like that, and they have those out of had a similar shit happen. Have to them. similar shit happen to yeah. them out of body, because where of you can look at yourself from the that outside. You're putting in so your but side of yourself is fucking your brain. It up. is changing the chemical balance of your brain and what's firing and what you know. So, it's maybe it's you know this. It's like imitating death almost. But yeah, uh, I would. I would say, uh, or death, death imitates that. <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, it's pretty interesting though. For sure. That, yeah. The seeing the light. That's so weird that it's, which I don't know. I feel like I've had like, uh, 
like going into you know anesthesia, going into surgery and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, especially like when I got my you know when you get your wisdom teeth taken out, you got your wisdom teeth taken out, right? Like I don't know. Do I you, do like I re- did. You get t- did you get put out for that? I did, and like the I remember the uh, the doctor saying that like in the middle of it that I I you know, came to, which I don't have any recollection of, so I would say it would be more like if you got blackout fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I and mean? And just had, like, a reaction. Well, no, you didn't remember anything is what I mean. Oh. It was like you're awake, but you have no remembrance of what happened. It's just lost time. Gotcha, gotcha. So I guess, like, three of them they got out pretty easily, and then the fourth one was impacted, so they had to chisel, like, break it in half. And he said that I popped up off the table and tried to grab his arms and all this shit. Oh. And I was like, I had no recollection of that. I'm guessing they just fucking doped me harder after that. You know, and took the rest of it, you know, took the tooth out. Yeah. It definitely hurt I th- afterwards, but. I th- well, I remember going into mine and they've probably learned from scenarios like yours. Because I remember them actually like strapping me down like. In a right, and in, in, you know, you know, getting me secure, and then, um, with the you know, they do the injection, and I just, I, you know, they're like, oh, count back from a hundred, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> and there's the clip of Steve O going around like that goes, I'm still going, I'm still going, and you just see him, you know, finally fade down. And you can see his <laughs> eyes roll into the back of his head and he everything. Probably right? a while he probably lasted a while. He did last. He he probably had a good tolerance. Um, but same. <laughs> I feel like I had the same scenario though. Like you know, counting back ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety seven. Sure. I feel like instead of going to black, I just felt like I. It was just like it all got suddenly got really bright, and then I just like was in bliss. You know, I was in just all oh, of a sudden see. asleep. I've had it so many you know? different times that it's like. Um, usually it's, you don't get very far in the countdown, maybe like 95 at the most usually. Yeah. And then you're, you wake up and whatever happened is over. You're usually in a post-op room, you know what I mean? And when you come out of it and then you don't know where the fuck you are at first, you're kind of freaked out and then it slowly comes back to you. And then you, you seem like uh, they have that shit timed out pretty well that it doesn't hurt when you first come out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? But then all of a sudden, within minutes, you start to feel it. You know, yeah, as soon whatever as, they did to you. Uh, oh, man. Because it's, you know, usually when they put you under something like either, I think my wisdom teeth was probably the first time that I went into like, I guess general surgery, you would say, basic general surgery, mm-hmm. you know, but then I've had like knee operation, they put you totally out, um, a, a hernia surgery, they put you totally out, um, the stent uh, surgery, they didn't put you out, I guess they really can't, but fuck, that one hurt a lot. <laughs> I wish I was out for that one for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. They first, it was like, you know, because I knew I was fucked up. I went to the, do- you know, I wasn't feeling good. 
And uh, I went to like Lowe's one day. I was doing some shit in the sh- working on the shed, and just like pushing the cart with a couple pieces of wood in it, like down one of their aisles, and just like felt really fucking like not out of breath, but just like weak. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't push the thing down the aisle. I just you know, told, called Mary, told her I feel like fucking shit, and then uh, went to the doctor. She finally made me go, because I hadn't been feeling great for a while, but it was like, you know, you'd kind of ignore a lot of stuff, just being, it's how we are, you know what I mean? We're kind of wired to ignore pain and ignore, you know, discomfort until it's like critical emergency. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just went to the doctor and they had me do a stress EKG on the treadmill and was like, you have a blockage in the <laughs> artery and you need to have a stent put in or have us do, you know, some kind of procedure, you know, not on your heart, but on the, the artery. Mm-hmm. And that was on a Friday and I was in the surgery on Monday. And when I got to the to the room to have the surgery, my doctor, you know, the nurses come in and they're like, um, yeah, your doctor's not going to be able to make it for the procedure today. And, you know, where this other doctor is going to do it, this other dude who I'd never fucking seen before, met before, who's just part of their clinic. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, your doctor, he's sick. He's actually in the hospital. And I was like, wow. what the fuck? And this was like pre-COVID and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I was pretty concerned immediately. You know what I mean? That did not help my pre-game going into the surgery when I was already on the table <laughs> when I found out that the doctor was going to do a quick change. Um <laughs> Tonight's role will yeah, be ble- <laughs> a little concerning. Will be played by. So I went in and had uh, <coughs> had the procedure. <coughs> you know, had the procedure done. They went in and uh, they give you a basic, but not general anesthesia. So they give you probably like. I'm guessing Novocaine or something like that, where they stick the needle in to thread the camera through your vein. Like, they give you a choice, basically, of either going in through your wrist and going that way up to your heart. Wow. Or through your crotch, through the, like, right side of your crotch and up that way. Oh. So I chose, I think as most people would, through the wrist. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like... Especially, also, if you're going to die while the procedure's happening, it's not going to be as embarrassing. Yeah, you're not going to be... It's going to be... I mean, you know, whatever. You're going to be dead. You're not going to give a fuck, but whatever. (laughs) I was like, through the wrist sounds better. Whatever. (laughs) Go, Go that way. You know, like I said, they give you a basic... Like a small dose, I would say, of Valium or something like that. Like a... Not a painkiller, but like a relaxer, so you're not freaking out while it's happening, and because you're awake during the during the thing, and they're like, you know, 
does this hurt or you you know does how does this feel you know whatever they go through they go in there and it's like as they're doing the the procedure it fucking hurts a lot in my left arm where they're not doing shit you know what I mean and I'm telling man something's fucked up because my left arm is like in so much pain right now and I could hear him like calling out my blood pressure and it started just going higher and higher where it was like in like at a crazy number like 300 over 200 something like that where like you should be fucking dead already and and I remember um, like spiking me with like a mega dose of morphine at that point and then like my blood pressure started dropping and they were done with the the procedure like they had taken the camera or whatever like it's like a camera and some kind of little multi-tool thing in one thing yeah because it kind of goes through the artery if it sees a blockage it kind of like pushes it to the side or like breaks it so it pushes it uh, opens it up against the walls and then the, it puts a metal sleeve there that's what the stent is is that sleeve and that sleeve keeps it from building back from up. yeah from being clogged so that's why you feel better immediately after it's done because now you have why you I felt so weak and shitty is cuz the amount of blood flowing to your heart's not enough you know what I mean? So it makes you feel just weak and, like, can make you have a heart attack because eventually your heart's going to fucking misfire from not having the right amount of blood flowing to it. Um, so had the procedure done and the heart, you know, blood pressure went back eventually down um where they put me in my own room after that and was like once they I remember being in a lot of pain afterwards and they were asking me like do you want um some kind of pain painkiller and I was like yeah and they were like well do you want morphine or aspirin (laughs) <laughs> right seriously that's, what? those were my two fucking hmm. choices wow well, i get to pick well honestly well. i didn't want morphine because they had already blasted me with morphine right and i knew oh. that and it was after like midnight already and i knew if they gave me like another dose of morphine then i was gonna have to stay another day in the hospital oh so I was like, no, fuck that. You know, can you guys give me something like in between? And he's like, well, let me go see if I have to ask, you know, some higher up or whatever. Okay. The nurse guy said. And so he's like, I'll, I'm going to see if I can get you like Vicodin or something in between. I was like, okay. And, but then he forgot about me. <gasps> no and he didn't come back till like literally about six hours later he let you down and then when he came in he was like <gasps> like 
he remembered instantly when he walked in. He's like, oh, oh shit. No. And and then so were you in like, pain that whole time or something? Oh fuck yeah. No. And oh no. And then he is. Oh uh, I oh. Oh yeah. Uh, I can only give you aspirin or the morphine. And I said, no, it's cool. You know, because by that time it had subsided quite a bit. You know what I mean? I was still in pain, but I definitely wasn't in that much just anymore. Just give, give me the aspirin. Give I was me just like, here. no, don't give me either. You know, just, I'm fine. Oh, wow. And uh, and then I got out, like, late in the morning, I think that day. Like, maybe 11 o'clock or 12, noon or something. Nice. And that was... Uh, and then for a really long time, I ate really good, stayed pretty good in pretty good shape after that. It wasn't really till I worked at my current job for a while and started working on the morning shift. Like Started eating like... Uh, fucking with the other guys that I work with. Fucking bastards. <laughs> See, in the afternoon shift, it was pretty easy not to eat with them because I worked oh, with... Yeah. I usually worked with Kaylee, and she had her own, like, uh, diet food. Yeah, she you know, brought that her... was, like, pre-packaged diet food. Yeah. And then, like, Bubba ate fucking Panda every day, <laughs> pretty much. So, I don't like Panda. Panda, Wobble so, Grill. Yeah, easy for me to resist those ones. And then uh, Brandy, she brought her bag lunch, you know, usually. Or whatever, her lunch from home. And usually then I would just bring, like, a salad or something like that from home. I'd bring my own lunch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once I started working with the guys in the morning, it's pretty much tacos, burritos, <laughs> strandwich, you know. Whatever. Carl's Jr. <laughs> whatever we can get Not our hands Not really on. very healthy for us. Yeah. Like... The healthiest thing I've eaten this week was a chicken pot pie. And that's not healthy whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Our chicken tacos this morning aren't... That wasn't know, that bad. They weren't that bad. Yeah, the cheese part. Yeah, I mean, the cheese is the... We didn't have it, you know. But well, Larry, yeah. like, you know, he made off with a good amount oh, of Oh, the Seagal. Yeah, he made off with a good amount of it. The tacos, especially the cheese ones, so... Yeah, yeah. You know. It's probably better for us that someone else ate some of the food. Yeah. Else. We would have just fucking kept eating. I would have. I yeah, would have eaten Not good for us. Mm-hmm. You know. We even fed Jane. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of reverting back to, like, one of my stories, I guess, with um, getting put under... Is uh, growing up, I had pretty much a problem with chronic nosebleeds, right? And it got to the point where we. I have that now because of the medicine. Oh, because of the medicine? <laughs> okay. But um, so I went to a doctor and he examined my nose and it was just. Basically, all he could say was that <clears throat> my nose was all fucked up and it was like kind of like the worst he had ever seen to where like basically there was just these places in my nose that were constantly cracking and opening and like I would bleed for hours sometimes you know what I mean it was just not good 
do you still um, get nosebleeds? No, no, not as no. bad because of what I had to go through. So that day in his office, um, he slotted out time for me to come back later. And I had to sit in a chair and uh, I knew it was going to be interesting once he put on a face shield, you know? <laughs> Fuck. Um, but they... Uh, Here comes the blood. Yeah, they... Uh, they put me down, and, you know, it was one of those things that they strapped my head in. And uh, there was other nurses in there helping him because he uh, explained to me what he had to do. And he was going to cauterize my nose. Oof. Okay. And He's going to go in there deep. And he pulled out this wooden stick. And I'll never forget this wooden stick because... <laughs> I love this story. It had it had a reddish brown, a dark red brown, almost brown tint to the tip of it, right? And that was the don't fuck around end. And he said, I'm going to have to go in to a section. I'm going to be pressing for three seconds at a time. I'll lift to try and see where I have to go next to give you a break. But every time I press, it's going to be at least three seconds, okay? And I'm like, okay. And the minute that thing touched the inside of my nostril, it was instantly burning. Um, I don't know what that chemical is, but it literally makes it, like, smoke. Like, it reacts to just... Flesh. I, I don't know. It cauterizes it in, instantly. And um, it, I uh, first couple of ones, it's definitely wincing pain and uh, bur- it's burning uh, like a like I don't know a hot needle. <laughs> and uh, ended up being in that chair for about an hour and a half. Um, there's blood there was moments of me just full-on bawling saying stop stop doing this to me like it was full-on it was it was a torture moment for me and um finally he stopped like my friend anymore at all (laughs) but he uh i remember him you know like turning to my mom or something because i was a child i was in, in middle school or something and uh, and uh, he just said that it's there's so much more I need to get. Oof. And uh, I I I just remember being there like I was in tears. My nose, I just remember it was so crusty and black of burnt. All of my inside of my nose was burnt. Uh, oh fuck. How long did that last? Uh, it, like, it took me a week and did a half. Did you have to pick your nose and pick, like, scabby chunks out of there? Basically. Fuck. Um, it was, like, a week and a half recovery, but then I had to go again, and he put me under to oh, do the rest. Oh, shit. So I did an hour and a half in, a, in an office chair. <laughs> After my... Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I know, I know. But, so, going into... Um, this surgery, or it wasn't even a surgery, really. It's just an operation. Um, this was my first time going, you know, to get put under. 
And uh, I remember watching, I was watching The Simpsons and don't even remember what episode because I remember they uh, came in and put the shit in and I passed the fuck out. Um, and uh, I didn't, no story of me like waking up during the operation or anything like you had with the I have no the wisdom. I only know that because the doctor said it to me. So, but I did wake up and very much was freaked out of where I was. Uh, the tube, I pulled the tube out of my throat. They had like the oh, oxygen tube yeah. or whatever. I ripped that thing out of my, my throat. Um, that hurt. That wasn't a good idea. But um, I, uh, you know, was trying to get out of the bed, and a nurse came in and tried to calm me down. And, uh, yeah, I just remember really, really freaking out. Didn't know where I was. But that, (laughs) after that operation, I guess I was out for, like, five hours. And uh, What? Yeah. After the operation? No, no. The whole operation took took five five hours. hours. They were in my nose, getting as far in as they could. They worked as far back and all the way through. That's a long surgery. And um, one of the concerns I remember was um, they didn't want to burn through my septum. Right. Of each of the walls. For sure. Um, And I thankfully didn't lose, like, any sense of smell. I still smell, like, you know what I mean? you know of. Um, How would you know? I don't know if my smell is altered, I guess. <laughs> right. but It probably is. If they cauterize that much. Yeah, I went through two long sections. But it, so you're saying the results of that were permanent? Uh, I still get nosebleeds, but they're short. They're ne- I have never had, when I was a kid, I would have like 30 minute to hour two hour nosebleeds and it was like ice packs on my head back then i never got nosebleeds or bruises but now because i have the blood thinners i if i get cut or get a nosebleed it just never stops as you know you've seen me bleed yeah yeah it's fucking it's ridiculous (laughs) it's goddamn ridiculous yeah you hit a pin and and you're done stupid <laughs> i'm not looking forward to having to do any any Hopefully medication you never like do. that but you know what i mean you're a young man relatively young man um now is the time it's no joke dude taking care of yourself is no fucking joke like it pay it'll pay off not having to take all that shit yeah you know what i mean because it sucks but now I'm pretty leery of not taking the shit because I don't want to fucking die. So it's you know my choice. You is... went from uh, feeling uh, invincible to now uh, knowing that you're not. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> so are you gonna give me your respects? I don't get to give no respects. I'm just no, gonna give I don't you... need no respects. I just need your receipts. <laughs> I love emails <laughs> that should have been meetings. We've never had a meeting. No, we only have emails. 
<laughs> ridiculous emails. Mm-hmm. We like it that way. I mean, way. some of it, the thing that's ridiculous isn't the point of them necessarily. It's just that we all get included no matter who it's actually directed to. <laughs> yes. So it's anonymous. <laughs> and then you, you know who you are. And then you feel But guilt- I will warn everyone. You'll feel guilty like you're in elementary school and someone's getting in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> A new rule has been decreed throughout the whole school. We can no longer wear My Chemical Romance shirts. What? <laughs> So uh, I'm playing this, John, because you know obviously we saw me first in the Gimme Gimmies recently, mm-hmm. but I don't know. You said we you weren't sure, you couldn't remember, and since we have no phone, no Google, um, mm. before the show we were all hanging out. Plus Kaylee, who uh, didn't go to the show, but she was hanging out with us beforehand. Oh yeah, and. We had kept Sarah out of here pretty successfully throughout. No dog policy all night. Dog had been outside all the time. Obviously wanted to come in and visit everyone. And when I went outside, I said, "Go see Kaylee to the to Sarah." And you left. And I left. You walked away. You went inside to go get the tickets for the show. Criminal act that I just walked away from, John. You missed a glorious moment to, you know, you should have had your phone out, you know, once you let Sarah in here. So what uh, happened? Oh, she did her lap. She couldn't come, you know, directly to Kaylee, so she had to go all the way around the, the, you know, our, uh, the couch there. And, uh, she jumped straight on my lap and jumped onto Kaylee. You know, with her front paws and her back paws were on me. As soon as I said, oh, that's okay, you can stand there, she just lets it go. (laughs) I know, because when I came in, uh, came back in with the tickets, I could see I had come back to the scene of a small disaster. Oh, everyone was laughing, right? uh, Yeah, everyone was laughing. And... (laughs) (laughs) I just see you sitting there with your Tomberlin shirt on with the dog on it <laughs> with a wet lap like you just pissed yourself. <laughs> but you got pissed on. You didn't even get to piss your own pants. It's better to be pissed off than pissed on, I can tell you that. Obviously, but then when you're pissed I've on, you, you're pissed off. I've seen you pissed off before <clears throat> and pissed on now. <laughs> you they both drew the same reaction. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> they both drew the same reaction. <laughs> he wound up pissed off. Oh, uh, man. So that was just a little added comedy gold for the pre-show. I'm guessing you dried off during the night. Oh, yeah. You know. I, I... The guy who was up on you still... I. What was funny was on, on Monday... Um, Andrew said he he met someone at the show that he got their Instagram. And I go, oh, my God, it's going to be this dude. And sure enough, he pulls it up, and it's that giant mohawk guy who was standing behind you, grinding on you and pretending to smack your ass. And then I'm pretty sure I saw him, like, across the pit from you, just lock eyes with you, like, 
either fighting time or loving time was about to happen. <laughs> and then he pulled up his shirt and showed off his big belly. And then he pointed at you like, show yours off too. I didn't know if he, he wanted, wanted, the, he wanted, I didn't know if he wanted to have a sumo clash in the middle where oh, you guys yeah. slap bellies or what he the fuck it. was going on there. He, but he, he just wanted me to strip, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It was not okay. Oh man. It was not okay. <sighs> But that he is friends with Andrew now is the comedy gold to me, too. It's like the icing on the cake is like, that guy is going to see somehow on there that you're friends with him and it's going to suggest you as a friend. And then you're going to get, you know what I mean? Now this guy follows you. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I haven't looked into that yet. Oh, that's happening, guaranteed. Um He's going to be like, this guy looks really familiar. Oh, wait. No, it can't. Oh, it is. Yeah. Fudge. Yeah, so that's only a matter of days, I'm sure. Um, But still, overall, that night, uh, pretty funny. (laughs) Funny Yeah, pretty funny night. I've gotten uh, a couple concert in in uh invite notifications from the the boys <laughs> since then but they haven't mm-hmm. necessarily been shows that uh I'm really locked in on mm-hmm. like they're more wanting to go as a good time yeah where I like go to see bands that I like mhm like I'm they didn't first necessarily and, know the band that they were going I'm, to see. I'm at every concert but, first and foremost for the music. But I know that at least one of the bands that they suggested or the concert in its entirety, like, we don't listen to any of them. And I know the person that suggested it, too. Like, they just wanted to go because they see it as a local fun. event. You know what I mean? As a but concert. Uh, I don't think they listen to them but either. I, I do. I don't mind doing that sometimes, but... It's hard for me to get time to go out to go to concerts. So I go I go to a fair amount of them, but I'm super choosy um of which ones I can go to. You know. Yeah. And it's expensive overall. I like going to the bands like Surfboard and stuff like that 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 keep the prices down. So it's like a 25-30 ticket. You know, yeah. I mean, me first was pretty cheap too, like that, and uh, stuff like that. Stuff at the music hall or the Ventura, the Ventura Theater can vary quite a bit in pricing, but um, overall, you can get a ticket usually for like forty bucks or less for most stuff. Yeah, should be fun. I got tickets for uh, the Flaming Lips for Mary because she wanted that for Christmas. So when's that? That's a good question. I think it's in like. March or April, maybe. Oh, it's one that's far out coming up. Okay. Yeah, it's at the Arlington. I don't know if you're familiar with the Arlington Theater. I don't know if you ever saw Primus there one time. Oh, um. okay. <laughs> Up in Santa Barbara. Yeah. That was a cool venue. Ah, I, I love that. Place. I like the fact that you were able to go to your car during that's the intermission. That's pretty sweet, dude. There's not a lot of places that let you do that. You're able to drop off your merch. That and, makes it kind of easy, and yeah. then you can take your take a break. You can even get something to eat if you want, or something like that, before you come back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, I like that fact for sure. That was very cool. When we were in Vegas, uh, when we went to see Surfboard at the place that was 
across the street they're from the el cortez i can't remember the name of the venue but um they let you go in and out as well most i can't think of any other places that let you do that no big places let you do that no ventura theater doesn't let you do that i don't think the music hall does either i haven't asked but pretty sure they do not have any no re-entry on both of those places yeah they want you in there once you're in there Yeah, they don't want you going out getting super fucked up and then coming back which is probably what a lot of people do get like drink a lot get loaded yeah yeah that's probably the most hammered um i've seen well i saw some people at the me first concert that were pretty hammered but uh the concert i want to say oh it was x we, uh, Mary and I went and saw X at the Ventura Music Hall, mm-hmm. and there was—I'm pretty sure I've told you this before—but there was two ladies in front of us that I'm pretty sure were identical twin sisters, mm-hmm. or at least sisters for sure, and they were probably like around mid fifties to maybe sixty, okay, in that age range. Um, and I don't know, I know they were drinking because I saw them having drinks in their hands, but drinking, like, it didn't account for how fucked up they were. Like, I think they were probably on ether or ketamine or maybe both PCP and uh, quite a few margaritas or whatever they were drinking there. But the one lady started leaning back as she was standing like her angle started getting fucking crazy dude it was like she was limboing almost <laughs> right? oh. she was so arched back and Mary she kept leaning into Mary and Mary had her arm out just like literally saving this lady's life from just going straight back, back onto her dome and uh, after a while she she got back, you know, into the vertical position, and then she fell. Fell multiple times. <laughs> but she kept getting back up. And then, you know, she kept falling forward. So I think to overcompensate, she was doing this crazy lean back. And she started leaning into me. I had, like, both hands on her shoulders. And uh, I think she fell forward again. And finally... Like, security came, and she was gone, right? And we were like, holy shit. And people around us, everyone around us in the general area was like, that was the craziest lean I've ever seen without someone falling. (laughs) Because quite a bit of the time, no one was touching her, and she was just fucking, you know, give her props. (laughs) For whatever drugs she was on, it turned her into Gumby. Like, she was very limber. Oh, my. (laughs) But then... The other lady didn't leave. You know, what I mean? she, With stayed. Her. she stayed. And I shit you not, dude. I'm not even making this up. She started leaning back <laughs> at an insane angle. <laughs> oh, man. Everyone in the audience is like, we've seen this no, before. I was, I was literally crying just like I am now. I was dying, dude. 
was you're like, like, no way. <laughs> you're like, like, like part of round my, two, please like, come back. The small good part of me was like, this is an insane situation. Like, you should try to help this lady get her like some emergency help before something really bad happens. The other part of me was like, fuck this. I'm trying to watch this concert and just kind of holding her up with one hand. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're like maybe 10 feet from the stage, (coughs) the music hall there. Mm -hmm. You know, the guitar players looking uh, right at this whole situation (laughs) developing. He's already seen the one lady go down and uh, he's looking at this lady and then all of a sudden, you know, she starts falling. She fell a couple times, but got kind of popped right back up. Like, you know, boom, boom. She's back on her feet. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, she's behind us now. She's, like, somehow gotten around in the crowd to where she's, like, five feet behind me. And then I hear some commotion, like, right behind me. And I turn around, and she is fucking on the ground like hard this time like she slammed on the ground and then this time house security finally they come over you know people from the venue they get her out of the you know they're walking her out i can see she even with their help she can't walk and uh i go there's like one song left at this point you know they play like Los Angeles or something and then the end of the show. Mary and I kind of, we've already kind of walked towards the back of the crowd by where the bar is at this point. You know, because we know the show's just like at the end. They already did their encore comeback. And uh, we're just, the show just ends and we're like the basically in that first wave of people leaving. Mm-hmm. And as we go out, that fucking second lady is laying there right outside the door. Oh. In the literal hellish sized puddle of puke surrounding her is like fucking 10 feet in diameter. It's like in Team America when he when he starts puking. Wow, it's so fucking gnarly. And it was like you had to do a crazy oh, Fred no. Astaire dance around it to not splash right into the puke. Oh, was the fucking venue doing anything about her? They had like, yeah, at that oh, point, I'm pretty God. sure there was like a paramedic outside with her. Oh, you know what I mean? God. Sitting there with her. And then the other How fucking sister who was super fucked up was sitting there with her, the two of them. So embarrassing. See, I don't. I don't know if I could. Here's get to the that thing, level though. In public. I don't think that's embarrassing. What do you mean? Like, if you get that fucked up, you're not gonna remember. No. Oh my right. God. Lucky bastard. Most people are gonna be like blacked out, drunk, or whatever, drugged on that at that point. I'm not saying everyone. Some people probably remember every moment of that terrible situation. Mm-hmm. But the ones who continue to go back to, like, drinking and shit like that, I have a feeling that a situation like that's, at best, very hazy. (laughs) Especially after she hit herself on the ground the second time. Like, I have a feeling that she was probably, like, got got a little CTE there. Uh. (laughs) CTE? (laughs) Care to elaborate? Yeah, she... 
seriously, though, it was freaking amazing that they both... Either they were, like, gymnasts when they were young, something along those lines. Circus people. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> Circus people. <laughs> Traveling but, dude, artists. Just the crazy amount of gravity-defying back balance they have. <laughs> it's still amazing me right now. Well, it... It's balanced, but it was also unbalanced, John. Well, yeah, I mean, but it was like being on that point. Like they were feeling how you could not hey, fall was the crazy part. They were just feeling the rotation of the Earth, dog. Oh, man. They had they felt the energy moving around them. Like if I knew what the drug they had taken when I was like a teenager, I might have taken that drug. Was it lean? <laughs> <laughs> it was lean. It was causing them to lean. I'm just for fucking sure. It could have been lean. <laughs> but, yeah, that's gnarly. Oh, boy. Yeah, I would, uh, I would not suggest whatever they did, honestly, because it definitely did cause them to uh, ruin their night and get ejected, for sure. <laughs> ejected. <laughs> Straight up. You got any plans for the holiday, John? Slash, you know, well, other plans actually, for the New Year? Slash, you thoughts know, that uh, we have a a Christmas party at our work that is on Friday, mm-hmm. which I might go to. It's my day off, so <laughs> I don't. <laughs> feel like really obligated to go but i might you might make an appearance right well i might do is i got my stuff for the party that i'm obligated to get i already gave that because it was all utensils and shit and uh i think i'm gonna turn in my present at work tomorrow so that way the boss has it in her office for the party so if i'm not there i'm gonna write john on it and put a picture of myself on it, so that way, if I'm not there, it can represent me as a proxy and also be the present for the white elephant thing. Which I don't know if you know, but I fucking despise as a Christmas present uh, doing the you white only elephant. Cared about getting Kaylee, <laughs> <laughs> making Kaylee's table. See, look, no, t- Kaylee's table will never happen. Like no, nothing to that level will happen again from you. I don't think. Well, not no, because. Because since then they did the white elephant both times, Mm -hmm. which I don't really want to put a huge amount of time and effort into making something personal and then have someone just poach it from someone else. You know what I mean? And then wind up with... um, I'm not saying there's anyone at our work that I don't like, but like (laughs) some people... I wouldn't go that far to make a present for. Mm. I would just, here's a fucking Starbucks gift card. We're cool. There you go. You know what I mean? So, but I am looking forward to kind of going because I know on our list, like, we've got like 10 pounds of carne asada, 5 pounds of chicken, hot dogs, which I'm sure a lot, 
uh, 10 pounds. Joe is bringing fucking 10 pounds of pork belly burnt ends. And then we got Tommy's balls. Tommy's famous balls. Oh, yeah. I've never had Tommy's balls in my mouth, but I have heard from you and Andrew that having Tommy's balls in your mouth is a delightful experience. <laughs> um. They are very delicious. <laughs> Not as salty. You know, they're more savory. Savory? Oh, okay. <laughs> they're not sweet, like Swedish balls. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a true American. <laughs> um, Grass-fed. And then I heard we're going to get uh, a veggie plate. A veggie plate from uh, Jane, and also... Is that going to be a South... Melba pudding. What? She's going to make Malba pudding, I think it's called, which is a South African dessert. Jane is from uh, Cape... She's a Cape Town girl. She's not a fan of Jayburg, as she calls it. Cape Town Johannesburg. But she does like Cape Town, where she's from. Uh, Surfing Town. Then uh, Mr. Reed is going to bring Popeye's. Popeye's chicken. chicken. So we got fried chicken there. Uh, I think Jordan's going to bring soda pop, I think it says. Uh-huh. So. And you know what I'm bringing? You're bringing the bunt fins. The cake. Wait. Oh, you're not and making cookie. the bunt fins? Bunt fins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought you were making a bunt fin. Well, I mean, I'm going to have Are you a... just? Oh, you're making a. Oh, wait. I've heard this rumor that you're going to make a cake. Like a traditional, a real cake. Like a cake that's no. frosted and everything. Well, it's still going to be a bunt cake. Oh, I thought it was going to be a cake cake. It's still going to be a bunt cake. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm still going to use a bunt cake mold. Why don't you just make a fucking cake? Like a seven-layer cake. Uh, I don't feel like that. Five. At least five. That's not really my thing. There's a lot of people there, dude. Yeah. Was... How many bunt cakes are you going to make? Oh, um, I, my main thing was bringing cookies, and it got crossed out to say Bunfin. So I'm still bringing cookies. Oh, you are? Who's making cookies? Me and my mom tomorrow. Who's making cookies? Me and my mom tomorrow. Which to one work. of you? Only one person can make the cookies. We're going to be in the kitchen together. I mean, but only one person can make the cookies. So she will. Oh, come on, dude. Make what? Her I'm not it. giving myself credit. No, well, you I'm do gonna the making in part the kitchen, and have her do the helper part. But it's part. very much... What? Like, you mix all the ingredients, oh, measure them, will, all that shit. Yeah, I'll be doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't just pull the pans out of the oven for her and let them cool. No, she's just kind of... You know, she she's there. She's there to make sure I do it right, basically. Oh, she's your, she's she, your overwatch? She's gonna, well, like, even if I... Like, you know, I don't know. Even if I say I'm going to do something, like, in the kitchen... And I'm like, oh, I'll make dinner. She's still in the kitchen looking at what the oh, hell shit, I'm doing. Oh, shit, are you serious? Oh, yeah, I can't, yeah, it's not, I can't escape that. Oh, okay. So, I'm not going to give so you're gonna myself get, the credit. It's you, not my fucking kitchen, you know It's not 100%. I mean? Yeah. Nah, like, gotcha. like, you guys ask me that all the time. You're like, who fucking made the cake? Who fucking made the cake? Well, yeah, Andrew does and, question that a lot. Yeah, and it's... He asked me if you actually, you know, he wonders if you actually make the bunt cake, the, mm-hmm. uh, the pistachio uh, delight that you make yeah well the bun fin whatever you that, call it that's just you know we're going off of my great grandmother's recipe we have the her handwritten card for this pistachio cake does your mom make it or do you though or both of you 
Like, have you ever made it on your own? Yeah, I've made it several times. And then I, 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 my, I don't really traditionally like cake, and that's why I prefer that pumpkin, the pumpkin bread that I, the, you know, the spice, the, you know, it's, it's still a cake, I guess, but I, I don't really like making, I, I, I don't really like eating red I like velvet pie cake. More than cake. Okay, yeah, there you go. You know what I mean. I don't know, but I don't like fruit. I don't like fruit pie or fruit cake. So you're what? So wait, what kind of pie is that? I'm sorry, I, no fruit. I mean a little bit, but like I don't like an apple pie or cherry pie very much or something. No. Like I'll eat that uh, strawberry cheesecake pie or whatever it is from Danny's Deli there. Um, like I'm, I, I like think like a French silk pie. My grandfather was a like pie that. guy, and he it was like a the strawberry pie. rhubarb. Like you, I, wanted... I mean, I kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't like really pumpkin pie for sure. Like I always pass on that one. See, that's what I usually eat. at Thanksgiving and stuff. That's oh, usually sure. the one I pass on. I usually I go, get pumpkin pie. I'll go pecan and... pie and skip the pumpkin pie. Oh, I get the pumpkin pie and a sli- and a scoop of vanilla ice cream. I mean. I can't say it's bad because it's still fucking pie. So, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like that's not a go-to on my dessert area, I guess. Well, I'm a Brenda and get pumpkin spice lattes whenever they're in season. So, What? You know my Starbucks order. Pumpkin spice latte? Oh, for sure. Whoa. I thought that was not – I didn't really think that was real thing. I thought that was like a joke thing that they advertised this Oh, this no, they literally year. label it on the thing PSL. It's not even spelt out. It's stupid. But yeah, well, I mean, get it with an ad shot feels you know. To each his own. Yeah, it's great. I just don't the it, the pumpkin taste is something about it, or maybe it's the amount of like nutmeg and cinnamon that usually get added to it. Yeah, that's kind of off putting to me. But uh, um. I know they sell a fuckload. I was just kidding about it being a real thing. It's like you, this time of year, like you can't escape it. Not just Starbucks, but in all kinds of shit now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's pumpkin and spice everything. They sell fucking pumpkin spice, Fli- uh, like creamer. Yeah, I avoid Shampoo. buying that one. <laughs> Probably for the real hardcore enthusiast. Yeah. I just want to smell like pumpkin spice all day. Oh, oh I smell, smell like, like a fall. Pie. Yep. Like a warm blanket. So, looking forward to the actual food part of the party. You know, uh-huh. I know Andrew's probably going to get stuck. Uh, We're going to need a more cooking. barbecue, dude. Honestly, to cook like that many hot dogs, carne asada, and chicken. We need another at barbecue. Once, we need, like, I should probably bring in my barbecue. Or you have one, bring it in. Well, mine's, mine's a little San Marino. We'd have to, like, get coals or... Oh, I'm going to have to bring wood or coals. I don't have a gas barbecue. For sure. Or someone so, else who has... I a... have oak. I Thomas can start probably. a... Thomas seems like he'd be a person that has a gas barbecue. Like Maybe, maybe as an apartment. Maybe. He lives in a house, doesn't he? It's like a condo apartment. Oh, well, he might not have barbecue space then. It, I don't know. I don't know his situation. Maybe Doug... Or Ryan, like, you know. Uh, Ryan, I heard's not coming. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Well, anyways, we're gonna have a lot of food there and drinks, (laughs) and uh, 
Larry's supposed to bring chips and dip, but uh, Andrew's going to get it for him, so we're going to make sure we have chips and dip. Well, that's a solid... Uh, as far as my actual Christmas, I think I've got most of my shopping done, at least 80% of it, let's say. Um, and I think we're just... I'm going to spend it with the family. I'm off during, like, for six days there from, like... Uh, so that should be pretty awesome. Get to what days are you off? I'm like off from I want to say the 21st to the 27th or something like that. Uh, no way. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna be off too. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. Uh, we'll definitely spend some time with my mom. Hopefully, see my dad. Um, not sure about that. Definitely gonna see my mom usually spend christmas day with her or at least part of the day go over and have have dinner have presents and stuff yeah we're gonna go up north for the first time um spend it away from where's the north where in the north uh so up north for us is cambria so central oh, coast that's not far yeah but just north of us. north of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's but, like, what, um, two hours maybe yeah, we're gonna spend there in the pines at the beach. Oh, that'll be fun. So hopefully it's cool. not too cold or rainy. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a little bit of that Is it while in we're a up there. House, cabin, oh yeah, it's or a house. Tent. It's a house. Uh, doesn't matter what the weather is. Oh yeah, you can stay inside. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it'll be nice to just get away and like. That might be a little decompress. long trapped with everyone, you know, but. Well, I'm just excited to be away from work for, like, 11 days. It's going to be, like, a good reset. Oh, nice. You got 11 days in a row? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Yeah. I have this, well, after tomorrow, I got three, then one on, then six off. So, it's not bad. I'm off nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I know. Enough to uh, let you not feel like you're working. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then when you come back after that long off, you feel pretty okay. Like I do. I know you get pissed off about everything, but you know I don't get pissed off as easy as you. Um, but after your reset for that long, all of us should be like in a pretty good mood for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll it's be not, ready for people won't get to you for a while. You know, especially if you get in that mindset of, like, sometimes when I'm off for a while, I start thinking, like, kind of this is more, like, the real you, your real personality, a little bit more not yeah. restrained by, you know, the, your confines of what you have to do at work. Um, yeah. Not that I feel very confined being at work. You know, our work's pretty pretty straightforward and like you know for the most part you can give people a moderate amount of shit anyways at work without it being a problem like they're fishermen for the most part they're you know there's certain guys like i can't remember the one guy's name who is there today it might be i shouldn't say a name anyway of a customer but um i give that guy smart ass shit every single time he comes in <laughs> and he's a pretty regular and he's just like he'll be talking to you and I'll fucking just say some wise ass shit to him 
And, uh... <laughs> I think I know what you're talking you about. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. And, uh... <laughs> but it's not like... He gets pissed off, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's just how I am. It's, it's just the... like, hey, you got to deal with that. <laughs> um, but there, he's not like a baby about it and being like, oh, I'm going to go to your manager and say you said something smart-ass to me. You know. we don't. I don't think we have any customers to that level. Like, I'm not going to smart-ass just a random person. Or like a whale watching customer in general. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I know we're not to get it. You know, like those ones are going to get you in trouble. You know. Um, the ones who are going to fucking Andrew, write though, mail like, to your boss. You know, like Andrew does have that like. He has the delivery and the smile and everything. And Dude, for some reason, like everyone just like accepts it. We from were him. talking about yesterday about. Uh, how just like. You really can't win. Like, you have this personality. Oh, you're talking about me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, <clears throat> trying to be kind of funny doesn't work for you. No. With, weird. like, random people. It's weird. Like, he was talking about that guy and that you said, I can't remember what Oh, I know said, what I said. You uh, said, like. He said, where, where are we, we going to fish? And you you pointed out to the water or something, and we're like, out in the ocean or whatever. <laughs> smart-ass, you know, normal <laughs> smart-ass response, right? Yes. <laughs> but it's a combination, John. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's your delivery <laughs> and your face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they don't like that combination. <laughs> What's really funny is you fucked with that guy and he got super mad at you in your face. And then fucking Andrew fucked with him even more. And he didn't say shit to fucking Andrew. He, he looked right back shit. at you and he, and he said, I want to know what this motherfucker thinks. Yeah, it's weird how they ignore everyone else in the room and they just fucking focus on you. You know, and what's fucking what's awesome? That's too. not the only one either. This is not. No, a no, 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 no. I'm not even done example. with this guy. I'm not even done with this. Guy oh, with yet. this guy, right? No. So what's also great about this guy is that after that, <laughs> or not like so when he points to me and says, "I want to know what this fucker, you know, you know, wants, <laughs> thinks, or whatever." It's because he had started showing off his baits that he makes. And as soon as I saw the sticker on the box, I I was like, no way, dude. Like, I, I had used his baits for, like, maybe a year or so. Like, not knowing the guy. Like, I just bought... Right, and just bought some... Lures. I needed, like, I, right. I don't want to buy a buy hookup baits um, oh were they tube baits like oh that? yeah they're oh, tube okay. baits so i i don't want to buy hookup baits because i don't support that company poaching. yeah and poaching and uh so but so this guy i thought had like a pretty decent product or whatever but he's just a fucking <laughs> he can't even take a joke he's a fucking dick <laughs> 
I know. I don't. I don't know. If, see, I'm. I don't. Wasn't there, so I'm not for sure on the story. But I don't know if he asked you or Andrew. You know, do you think these baits will work? And he told him no. And Andrew told him no, right? <laughs> yeah, because that was after. Because he brought the baits to us. Like he left and came back. So there was already the like talk of like, what the fuck, John? Like <laughs> you pissed him off. Like. <laughs> obviously like guy didn't like you well like fishing's like anything else though it's like these outside salesmen come in and try to give you product as a sample or whatever Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you're already committed to other product anyway you don't want to get stockpiled with just endless amounts of the same fucking thing or you know these aren't going to sell. Oh, well, that, yeah. He was trying to, like, push his product and be like, hey, you should sell my stuff. And and Andrew literally points to the clearance. And he's like, well, we have them on clearance. Exactly. So. And those ones in our clearance don't sell either. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's obvious, like, certain things, at least at a place like ours, that's a dead market. So we're not going to buy shit from you. Yep. But, honestly, being an outside salesman trying to sell yourself and your own product you should definitely be nice to the people who work there yeah i mean i would just laugh at your stupid joke and be like yeah i hate this guy's fucking face i want to punch his face so fucking bad right now but i'm just gonna ignore that primal urge and just go on with my day and smile at him oh man (laughs) so is my face just a punchable face i don't know john like i don't see your face you just seem like you have a normal face to me, other than you might be a daywalker, but it's... I'm not a daywalker. <laughs> but that's not your own fault, and that's not fucking... Doesn't oh, no. Make your, that's not your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> a daywalker. But I don't know. These guys, they're just... You think just, I carry the gene? And hopefully it's recessive. So if you have kids, it doesn't necessarily... You don't get a full-blown... <laughs> oh my god soul no none no soul <laughs> right as that fucking... uh, day walker that's so funny man <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know what it is i mean you guys you guys seem to know what it is but well, you uh, got... my face and my delivery <laughs> yeah it's a combination oh you know what there's a third thing too and this might be a big factor uh-oh. Is that you're a big dude. Oh, it is a big factor. <laughs> so, like, people who aren't necessarily big guys, like, they see a big dude and, like, they want to show, like, authority to you or, like, that they're not afraid to challenge you or some shit. It's mm. a weird fucking thing. But I think your your physical size does have something to do with it. Interesting. Because it's usually, like... But it's you also qualify all of this. I like I don't know about the dude with the lure situation because I wasn't there for that one. Mm-hmm. But the other people, like the dog dude or the guy the other day, the fucking guy who was probably smoking heroin or meth in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't speculate on that. Actually, he locked himself in the bathroom. I don't know what he was doing. Taking a shit peacefully. Maybe he was just taking a shit peacefully, but. He had a very negative reaction towards you. Um, and But all these people have one thing in common is they're fucking psychopaths. 
So it wasn't like normal people are coming at you. You know what I mean? Like the, insecure the, the dudes who we saw, like, obviously the the two people that I'm thinking of, both of them when I first saw them, like the, the one guy I saw the, a couple days before that happened a couple times, like he had come by a few days in a row outside and he came in once. Mm. Of course, you know, he talked to Andrew and it was fine. Um, but that guy, the moment I saw him, like walk in the door and look at us, I was like looking in his eyes and you could tell, or at least to me, that he was um, having mental health issues. You know what I mean? The second, the last guy, I mean, come on. <laughs> he walked in mud up to his knees, barefooted, and fucking spun out of his skull. Obviously, there was like a combo platter of drugs and mental health shit going on with that guy. Yeah. But, I mean, knock on wood, nothing's happened to any of us yet, but it... Makes you think about that stuff, It does though. make you a little a little paranoid, a little fearful, especially at that early, early time of day, or, like, just being out in the lot and stuff, like... Yep. You know, not just about ourselves, but also about our coworkers and customers and everyone else, you know? Yeah. But... But... That, Anyway, that's not my. I'm ready for the break for that. You know, I'm I'm ready for that break. You know, reset, come back in the new year. What are you uh, hoping for for Christmas? Anything? Well, um, (laughs) I don't have to. uh, I don't have to hope for a lot because it basically how it's going in my house is what do you want? Order it, and I'm wrapping it. Um. So, um, I. I did um, something that my parents are getting me is they did get uh, me a modern, uh, not low end of the spectrum, but an introductory, a good um, uh, turntable. Nice. Um, They got me a... um, what's recommended as a new to vinyl uh, audio technica the like at they call it like the 60 um and uh you know i'm not gonna mock get... your audio technica that's yeah a good starter table yeah that's you know, you know i i You'll told get a good amount of use I, out of that i told my parents basically like she was like you know is this good or good enough and I basically told her I was like for a modern piece of equipment this I don't want to spend more than that or I wouldn't spend more than that cuz I'd rather find like with your advice something vintage or or, or you got to spend a lot or you have to spend an astronomical yeah. amount. Yeah, I don't so. want to spend thousands on a turntable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's out of my range of comfort of spending and especially for like Honestly, as many concerts as I've been to and as many times as I've used uh, power equipment and the angle grinder and shit with no hearing protection, (laughs) I literally probably have my hearing damaged enough that I'm not going to be able to tell the small amount of difference between 
a really good turntable and needle and a great turntable and needle. Like, mm-hmm. I probably, you know, I hate wine. I probably couldn't tell you the difference between that, you know, $50 bottle and that $50,000 bottle. Yeah. You know, but I love music, but I, unfortunately my hearing is fooked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I definitely hear the ring in silence all the time. Interesting. It's from being, honestly, a lot of the concerts, but the the rotary power equipment seems in like is the worst, show. especially the the grinder, um, because of the pitch it it's at, it fucks up your high end hearing really bad. You still your mid and low is still pretty good, but like hearing like hi hats and stuff like that in the background. Um, in tracks that I used to be able to hear that I know are there, I can't hear as well anymore for sure. But I think that's a combo of age too, but the ringing shit's real for sure. If I was in a band, I would say wear hearing protection or if you use a chainsaw or power equipment or if you shoot guns or something like that regularly. Yeah. Any of those things. Get some over ears. <laughs> fucking protect your hearing because it's going to fuck that shit up. But, yeah. I heard our, our military ones, our ones that we had for our military guys were all just defective garbage. Oh, yeah. So they, like, there was a major class action because, you know, you got to shoot a million rounds off with this faulty hearing protection and then your ears are fucked. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, anyways, I'm I'm on the I don't have anything that I'm trying like that I looked for. I'm sure you'll get some things that you may you know I'm probably uh You're probably not expecting anything, but you'll get get some money I'll probably put it towards like equipment for the podcast. Like so the board that we need a better board and uh cameras mm-hmm. you know those are the main things that's that yeah I'm holiday money's money going on. towards that too um anything else just random shit you know i need like new shorts new crocs new crocs man <laughs> those yeah, ones look these ones are worn right, down yeah they're barely even camoed anymore they're just <laughs> they just they're look just dirty green. black so <laughs> Anyways, but all right, yeah. well, I think at this point it's a good time to stop for today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will uh, be back probably next week, hopefully. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, well, this was oh. a excellent episode. Thank you for listening. Ho, 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 ho. All right, well, we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah.